Back to old school with DP and J. Sean, you remember this song from back uh, being down at Kaboom? <laughs> All right, we are back. It's old school. Sean Callahan, Husker Online out here at Tanner's at 30th it's and like we're in Miami right now. Yeah. You know, me and Sean and AD are going to be here, to all three of us together, three musketeers for another five to ten minutes. Out here at uh, Tanner's eating some uh, onion rings. and got some wings coming, some wangs coming. So, Sean, I wanted to ask you again, um, you know, moving forward, what do you think is the two most important position groups that Nebraska attacks and hits in the next, like, like two classes? O-line, D-line, without yeah. a doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't, I don't know how you do it or what the plan is, but if you can't block and you can't get to a quarterback with four, right. it's really, really hard in this league to do anything. Right. And right now, Nebraska can't block. And they can't get the quarterbacks with four. Right. And so then automatically you're handicapped as a team because you saw Casey Thompson. Sure. He was sacked three times in five snaps on Saturday against Oklahoma, sure. and that turned the game around at right. that point. And then you saw Nebraska's front. They have not gotten the quarterbacks this year. Right. And their blitz disguise and just everything in general just hasn't worked with what they – and I don't want to try to act yeah. like I know it, but yeah. I know enough to know that they're not getting the quarterbacks. Sure. In your opinion, you know, from knowing recruiting and talking to coaches and talking to recruits and seeing how those recruits end up, you know, be, you know what they end up being, what do you think – what is your opinion on the biggest part in development? Is it the weight room, practice, combination, or want to by that individual player? I mean, it's a little bit of everything, and I think right. with Nebraska, what's happened here is if, if a guy is really talented, we almost have to play him earlier than we should just because he's that good. Like Teddy Prohaska, mm-hmm. like having to put him out there last year, that was a, our Turner Corcoran, having to put right. him out there as a true freshman. And, you know, were those guys ready for it? I think they played well in their first starts. But, you know, I think we, we've asked a lot of some of these new guys when they come in, especially at positions like the line right. where they have to come in and play. Significant like roles. Like Bryce Binhart. I mean, yeah. having to start, was it his redshirt freshman year? Was it yeah. 2020 he had to start right away um, at right tackle? And you know, I honestly feel like that was his best year. Right. I mean, I, I can't figure out how his first year felt like his best year. Right. Well, that's what I'm asking. So, what, we're, we're, in your opinion – Where's the disconnect from year one to year three and four? Because it's supposed to be flipped. You're supposed to be garbage when you when you come in at year one, and then when you leave four year four, you're supposed to be consistent improvement. It's got to be like some a, uptick a somewhere. I think uptick. it's mental. I mean, I think there's a lot of mental issues with guys too, and um, you know they feel the pressure. I mean, it, there's not a lot of places where you lose like Nebraska has, and there's still eighty-eight thousand people coming. Right. I mean, it's, absolutely, it's an anomaly. It really yeah. is. When you see that stadium still full, like right. for Iowa last year or yeah. for Georgia Southern and these games, there's nowhere else anywhere that would draw that kind of crowd right. for the way Nebraska's played. And right. I think the players obviously feel an obligation to, like, play right. better. And it's just not happening. I mean, in certain situations, they just have not performed. And I don't know if there's an easy answer. I mean, other than just building your culture the right way, developing your linemen the right way. And it felt like that's what they were trying to do. They brought in all these giant guys with measurables and 
Dave Ellis and Zach Duvall were going to put them in the lab and they were going to build them up. And that, that obviously has not worked. I mean, they just have not perf- – you know, we thought, man, with this elite nutrition program and strength program, these six seven to six nine guys are just going to be unstoppable. And, and for whatever reason, that plan has not worked. I want to ask you in short before we, we let you out of here, how much is it on the kid – to continue to get better or, and not listen to, hey, you're the great. Since you played one good game, you're the greatest. Because I think a little bit of that gets in the way. Because I think some guys that are struggling, they've been on a lot of social media posts leading up to the game. Now, that's what you have to do in this day and time. And you give up a sack and you're like, man, what are they going right. to say about me on Twitter right now? Right. What are they saying yeah. about How me? much do right. you think that weighs right. into their mind? It's tough. I mean, there's no doubt. Because if you miss a sack at Kansas or Kansas State, you're probably not getting blown up near as much. Right. And here it's, you know, like so-and-so is sucks or that, you yeah, know, right, and, yeah. you gotta, and it's worse than that, obviously. Right. Um, so, yeah, in, you, you can do go on Twitter during a game and type in the guy's name after a bad play, and, and, and just, you can see all, those, yeah, all the ads yeah. that go out of kids. So it does have – I mean, there's no doubt it has an impact um, for, for the guys when they're out there playing. But you're right about anointing guys early here too. And, yes, and, and yes. Even the last time we talked to Coach Frost, he was – quick to like hit the brakes on Anthony Grant he's like he's doing really well but I'm not going to sit up here and say he's the best player at running back we ever had because uh, we have a tendency here to anoint guys and right. Jason Peter has said that many times I've heard him speak and he says that's the problem here we want to we want to call somebody the greatest player here when they've only maybe done it in one game against North Dakota right you know what Sean what you just said man and Jay you I know you to attest to this coach Osborne and I know people say, we well, always talk about coach, because that's the only – that's what I'm going – that's the template that I have. And he was successful at it. He annoyed it. No one. He would say, yeah, he had a pretty good game. And yeah. you got to keep working. It was never this is going to be the next this and next that. No, just get to the next play. And we – I think sometimes, even as fans, can set players up to where they don't even have that, those expectations. Right. And because of now, because of social media, there's all this jabbering going on. Yeah. And you know what? During the losing season that Callahan had, Social media was in its infl- you know, infant stages. Yeah. There was, you know, Twitter was, what, two years old at that point, give or take? Right. So all those things weren't there. But I think what you, what you keep saying, Colin, Sean, is, is culture, culture, culture. And that's one thing that obviously has to be rebuilt because these kids are very fragile right now. And I'll say one thing that's changed Nebraska over the years is the online recruiting era. Right. Um, because the passion of the Nebraska fans is there. They follow it. Right. And yeah. they overanalyze every offer, mm, sure. every recruit. Yeah. Right. Where 25 years ago, when Charlie McBride and Milt Tenemper offered a guy or took a commit, you're like, yep, I, tr- I trust these guys. Right. right. Um, you know, he, he might be a two-star or, right. or no star, but these guys know what they're doing. Right. Now, you know, if, if they took a guy that's like low and doesn't have a lot of offers – you know, we're doing a whole show on the ticket about it. We're not doing a good job recruiting, and then he ends up being an All-American. Right, so, right. Uh, we got to go to break it at the at the bottom of the hour. We want to thank Sean for being here. It goes by quick, man. And Sean, I know. you got uh, off the hot seat, man. You, you can handle pressure. So we're we doing a few, I'm doing a few more out here, okay. you guys. So. Yeah, we know. One thing we do know, we can rob a bank with you because you can hold your water. So, uh, <laughs> Sean, I want to thank you for being on. Enjoy the wings. We're going to enjoy our break, and uh, we're going to break, and we'll be back. With ne- then it will be Jay in AD for the last hour. All right. Thanks, guys. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.